Welcome, everyone. I'm honored to be your host today. I'm April J. Ford. I'm an author of the bestsellers You Are Not Alone and Chase the Challenge and Conquer. I'm also a purpose-driven entrepreneur and philanthropist, but some just call me the alchemist of adversity. My latest publication titled You Are Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges with Grace, Gratitude, Love, and Joy dedicated the proceeds to the nonprofit Joy's Gift. Since it was just released, and I'm grateful and proud to say that I became a bestseller in one hour, number one on its debut day, I will be hosting a series of shows highlighting some of the experts and topics mentioned in this publication. Experts from various fields that have helped me transition from tragedy to triumph, ranging from health and wellness, parenting, success in business, love and relationships, spirituality, and just the reality of women being burned out and overwhelmed. This book is for you if you answer yes to any of these questions, and I'll share a little snapshot from the introduction. Was there ever a time when you felt you were overcompensating for your dreams, your values, your health, or more, only to realize the outcome of these compromises led to stress, weight gain, anxiety, fear, or even depression? Maybe you put everyone else's needs before your own and discovered this compromise led you to feel alone. Have you been suffering in silence but don't know why? Has life presented you with a challenge that has left you feeling alone as you try to navigate where you're supposed to go? If you said yes to any of this, you are not alone. With all the roles we women play, being a wife, a mother, a sister, career climber, entrepreneurs, and many more responsibilities with other titles, we run the risk of suffering or diluting our health and wellness, our spirituality, our parenting, our love and relationships, our happiness, our success, until these elements are disrupted or eventually to find out more about my work, you can go to either www.joysofyaw.com or if you'd like to get involved with Helping Joy's Gift, the nonprofit for widows and abused women and youth, go to www.joysgift.org. So thanks to today's show, the purpose of Coming to Success is to interview people who are making a difference in the world to help encourage and inspire others to do the same with their lives. So today's focus is on health, wellness, and spirituality. And my guest today is Wendy Darling, or as Forbes magazine calls her, Darling Wendy. Wendy is a business and life transformation expert and creator of the Healing Harmonic System. With over 30 years of experience as a speaker, seminar facilitator, management and organizational development consultant, master healer and coach, Wendy combines the traditional with the non-traditional, allowing you to get the results you want with greater speed and ease. To accelerate your income, have greater influence and impact, Wendy's Healing Harmonic System provides the way. 
One, he has been featured on numerous radio and TV shows, formerly hosted two of her own radio shows, and has had multiple columns and articles published. She has been featured in Forbes as well as numerous other publications. Her latest book, The Miracle of Your Life, is currently available through Amazon. In an article just released in Forbes this Saturday, November 15th, in the Entrepreneur section by Cheryl Snap Connor, follow, titled Follow These Ten Steps for Your Transformational Change. Welcome to Journey to Success, Wendy. Glad to have you with us. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Thanks for having me be a part of your series. Oh, I'm so honored. I'm so honored and excited to share with our listeners today about your new book and how you have helped me through my own personal journey, as I mentioned <laughs> in, in my book. Absolutely. So the miracle of your life, first of all, I love, love, love the cover. It's very appealing and inviting and of course the title itself is very inspiring and let's you know let's give credit that it's also a bestseller so congratulations (laughs) oh oh thanks you know it's one thing to write a book and that process as you know is pretty special in itself but then to have it be released and people take notice and people begin to read it and the feedback and the response and the love and support is is truly extraordinary so it's been it's been beyond my expectations and it's just been a wonderful experience and by the way the title of the book is actually the miracle that is your life that is your life i stand corrected okay we'll make sure we correct that on the website <laughs> So let's briefly back up for those who haven't read their copy. Share about your background and how you've been able to develop the system that we'll be speaking about today, the healing harmonics. Sure. Well, as you mentioned, um, I've had an interesting career, and I really started out first, well, my very first job out of undergraduate school. I was a sixth-grade teacher. I ended up going back to graduate school and got a couple of degrees in counseling psychology. Um had a very unique position right out of graduate school as dean of students for a program called Semester at Sea. And and then um, started out in the training and development and management consulting field for several years and started my own business in 1981. And I was working pretty hard. I was traveling all over the place. I was married at that time. I was a young mom. Or I should say, well, I was a mom with a young child, and I was also fairly young, too. <laughs> and um, and I had a very high work ethic. I mean, I still do today, too. But I was really, really sick. And I was traveling from Texas to California, working with a Fortune 100 company. And even though I was really sick, my commitment had me get on that plane or attempt to and fulfill my commitment with this company. And I was at the Dallas-Fort Worth airport, and I was really nauseous waiting for my flight. And I ended up going outside to get some fresh air. This was before our security system of today. And I unfortunately ended up passing out and falling over a ledge and falling over 25 feet. And... um 
I was taken to a hospital. My leg was shattered. My back was broken. And it was a very, very long recovery. Um, I had multiple surgeries. I didn't know for over 10 months if I would ever walk again. My former husband um, also completed our marriage at that time. And um, I was later diagnosed with a traumatic brain injury that, that because of all the other traumas, I just didn't realize, you know, it had just been overlooked. But the biggest blow came um, when we did get divorced, um, when I, um, custody of our then four-year-old child was awarded to my former husband. And everything in my world really fell apart. I was already pretty vulnerable, but that's when I broke into a million pieces. And everything about my life as I had known it was no longer in existence, anywhere from who I was. I mean, my physical body was a mess. My marriage was over. My role as a mom had dramatically changed, and everything I believed a mom is and would be. And my my way of supporting myself through my career, I mean, just everything, anything that I could have hung my hat on to um, to say this is who I am was gone. I really was starting over. And the gift of the experience, and even when I, even that first month when I was in the hospital, you know, I was going, how did I get here? What choices had I made that had me in this really messy state? And it was the beginning, even though it ended the life as I had known it, it was also the beginning of really finding out who I was, you know, where I had gotten off track, what was missing in my life that I had made certain choices. And it also is when my healing gifts and my process began to reveal itself which in itself was quite an experience because that was not the kind of life I had previously been living. Right, right. Well, I think before you continue, I mean, this is the pictorial example of when you really hit rock bottom. I mean, not literally did you fall, you know, when you were just taking um, a fresh breath outside, but you literally fell 20, 25 feet, and then a whirlwind of, events, a domino effect of the divorce and losing custody of your son. I mean, this this was a pretty traumatic experience for um, someone to face. How did you even have the courage to ask yourself, you said, what choices did I make? Because for some people, it's almost like, why did this happen to me? They don't take responsibility of the situation or circumstance of where they're at. How did you come to a place of accepting that question to yourself? Well, I don't want to give the impression that I wasn't going to, how could this have happened and why did this happen? And But those, you know, in situations like that, why did this happen in the sense of, you know, trying to make sense out of things that don't always immediately make sense, that in itself can lead to really crazy-making behavior. You know, the the I could literally feel the night 
after that judge awarded full custody of our son to my former husband. I mean, something in my brain really snapped, and I literally could just feel, it was almost like I could feel this scanning device in my head trying to find a file in my mind that could try to make some little sense out of that happening. And it was really, it, it, I, that very first night, I couldn't sleep, you know, so I I really kind of went a little crazy, maybe not even a little. And so that part existed. But um, prior to that, I was already starting to explore. I mean, I can't say what had me ask. Um, I guess I had enough awareness that I knew that I had gotten myself in this situation. I was the common denominator in all of that. And so I was already reflecting on what what had me get to where I was. And I started to, look, you know, dial back and look backwards to the choices I had been making or even choices I had not been making. And and it I had always been a person who took responsibility. I'd always been a very curious individual. You know, I've always been very good at diagnostics and problem solving. So I was faced with a big one. And and I knew if I was in this mess, I had to figure out how I got there. And more importantly, I wanted to figure out how to get out of it. Most importantly, right, right. And, you know, I reference healing harmonics and you are not alone because you have coached me with this remarkable system. And, you know, there's not not only science to it, but there's also fundamental principles in the Bible of how this works. And we won't, you know, we don't have to get into all the details of it because we can just be on ten shows after this. The science of how sound itself, you know, harmonics can create a vibration and then the vibration creates neural pathways. You know, people can just Google this on their own if they want, the 528 frequency of love. And, of course, love is mentioned in the Bible as a way of healing. So if you want to just elaborate more on your system of how you remarkably mm-hmm. created this system. Well, the first piece came from when I was learning how to meditate. Believe it or not, it was my mom who suggested after all this trauma that maybe I might want to learn how to meditate because quieting my mind at that time was a complete oxymoron. And and so to kind of bottom line the experience of what happened, I did end up going to somebody for guidance and learning some of the fundamentals of how to even begin meditating. And I remember the night that this all happened I was at somebody's home. There were a group of us, and we were each doing meditation in different parts of this person's home. And I remember um, the person who was guiding me sharing with him that that every time I almost felt like my mind was going to relax a little bit, I kept feeling like I wanted to sing. And And so he just looked at me and said, well, sing. <laughs> and I started to laugh. And I looked at him and I said, you don't understand. I actually have people in my life that request I not do that. Oh, yes, we have the same people in our lives then. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he just looked at me and he said, then sing. 
So I decided, you know, <laughs> what do I have to lose? So I got in, I started to do what I did, and I allowed myself to sing. And it's not top 40 kind of singing. It's just kind of melodic. And so I did. And what was amazing, even the very first time I did this, my mind and my body almost immediately started to relax. And it was the first time in so long. And what was kind of um, awkward was when I opened my eyes, some of the other people that had been in this home had come over and they were just looking at me. And I'm kind of thinking, you know, it's kind of like, uh (laughs) uh-oh, what happened here? And they were like, what did you just do? And that was the beginning. So I literally used to meditate in my walk-in closet. So I was literally still a closet singer. Uh-huh. And and I would use this on myself. And it was really very soothing and healing as I continued to recover from my traumas, from my injuries, from my experience. And then little by little, I happened to be sharing a house at that time with somebody. And my friend came upstairs where my bedroom was and she was saying can I sit with you when you do your singing and I'm like okay and and then little by little I would share it with other people and the real turn another turning point happened when my son had um, a friend who had come over to play and Um, She got sick while she was at our house. So I just put her up in my bed for a while and then went to check on her. And when I went to check on her, I felt that pull within me to sing to her. And so I shared just a little bit and asked her, you know, I, you know, told her just a little bit of what I did. And I was wondering if it'd be okay if I sang to her. And she was like, sure. And so I did. And she immediately got well. And she looked at me and she said, how did you do that? Yeah, how did you? (laughs) And, And in the moment, I was just dancing in my mind because nothing like this had ever happened before. And what came to me was, I guess you wanted to get well. God heard your request and brought these sounds of love through me so that you could get better. And she was like, oh, cool. And, I mean, she got up and she was fine. Meanwhile, I'm going, what just happened? <laughs> so so that was um, the birthing of the next phase of, of, of my healing process. But then there was another place in time where, because my background's in counseling psychology, and, and even, you know, going into companies, into organizations, I was always the find-it-fix-it girl, and it was always looking for what's wrong, what's off, what needs fixing, and there was a day and time that I thought, what if we're looking at things in the wrong direction? What if, instead of looking what needs to be found and fixed, is actually continuing to cause interference in progress, in, in living and fulfilling what I call your divine destiny? And instead, we need to be focused forward. So I thought, how can we do that? 
So that's when I created the process that I use today with my clients. And I used it on myself. At that time, I was a little fuller than I wanted to be. My body was carrying some extra weight. And so I created what I now call my healing harmonic system with an audio. And I also have what are called um, vibrational healing cards, which were downloads given to me that are designs that also hold a vibrational frequency to them and combined with the sound healing and I receive statements which are which have commonly been called affirmations all minor although mine are used differently or maybe I should say more effectively than the traditional affirmations um, I used it on myself and um, I noticed my behavior started changing. I noticed I felt better about my body when I looked in the mirror. And my weight um, began releasing. And in less than three months, I had released over 20 pounds. And what was really nice about this was, first of all, it felt really good. Um, but not, I, my re- I had physical evidence that my theory worked. Right, right. Yeah, and that it worked. Right. Yeah. So, what was really great, and in fact, right after that, somebody saw my results and they wanted to work with me. And this is the woman that wanted to release weight. And um, after just one session, she started shifting immediately. And her first month, um, I don't want to imply that she just had one session, but her she started experiencing immediate results. Her first month, she released 20 pounds. Her second month, she released another 20 pounds. And eventually over, I don't remember anymore, maybe about, I don't remember how many months it took, but it wasn't an extended period of time. She eventually released over 60 pounds. The beautiful part was she was able to get off nine of the 10 medications that she had been on. The relationship with her husband became deeper and more intimate. Her time with her kids became more engaging and fun. She even got her home in a more organized place, and eventually she got a new job and she was making more money. I mean, it was just, I mean, the whole ball of wax. And that's what I love about um, the the way healing harmonics works with people. You may come to me for your business and finances, but maybe you'll find your life partner, your relationship strengthens. Um, As you know, one of my areas I specialize in is my Loving Yourself Lean program. So we use the conversation and the entry point of your weight and your health, but as you are releasing your weight, the other areas of your life just, Blossom, And then as you also know, April, I love, love, love helping people in their relationships. But the truth is I love working in all the areas. So I'm just very blessed. Well, how do we know? How would would listeners know, you know, if this um, system, the healing harmonic system is right for them since there are so many modalities out there with wellness and healing? How do they know if this is for them? Like what... What are some key points that would you recommend? Well, first of all, I think you're going to feel a pull to have a conversation with me. 
I I have a lot of confidence in what I've been given and what I've developed. Um, my system is very comprehensive, as you know. Uh, there are a lot of people out there that do change work, but there's a lot of missing pieces. For example, not many modalities literally help you to retrain and strengthen the workings of your mind, and that's critical. Right. My process definitely is um, has that in its place. And then in addition to it, I really work with the motor, your feelings, so that you're feeling the experiences that you want to be having. And this is another critical piece that uh, is not developed. There's been a lot of emphasis on the workings of the mind, and I don't want to minimize that because it's critical because how your mind is working influences the choices, the actions, and the feelings that you're having. So in my world, the values that you have is what's foundational and commands your actions. Your, I'm sorry, it positions you. Your values position you. Your mind commands you into the actions that you take. And your feelings is the motor that actually moves you. And you need to have all three in place to make them work. So I think the most important thing is, you know, I really help people also strengthen their sense of self and their intuition. And the people that are drawn to me, they can feel, they may not know if this is what's right for them or not, but that's why I always insist on having a conversation with you to find out what is it that you really want to be accomplishing? What do you want to experience? What are the results that you want? And where are you now? And then we look at how can we close that gap? And what's nice about my system is you don't have to figure it out. I do it for you. I have, as you know, April, I have a very unique but comprehensive system that immediately identifies root cause of what's creating the misalignment, what's causing the interference, because so many people are trying to figure it out, and they're usually not, it's not obvious, because without getting into a lot of detail, it's lives, this mischief, this interference lives in your subconscious programming, meaning it's below the radar. You don't even know what's going on. We have sixty to 70,000 thoughts a day. And unfortunately, the majority of those live under the radar, and you don't even know you're thinking it. And what's even more so, most of those thoughts that you're thinking today are the same exact thoughts that you've had yesterday. So you have to start changing the the way your mind's working. And so, as I said, when you get your values, your mind and your emotions in alignment, ooh, that's when the waters part and miracles really, really begin happening. And I think that's a good description of what it really means to find alignment. And, you know, everybody's heard of the term or phrase of mind, body, and soul. What does that mean when you just said that? You know, what are the values that you need to position your, yourself for, what's important to you, and basically your your mind is commanding those values 
But to get those values going in motion, it's really your feelings, and you've developed a unique system to do that. I, I think from my experience, you know, what I in working with you, um, you have this amazing gift of being able to hone in on somebody's talents and skills and gifts, but also, most importantly, it's you know getting to the root cause of what's you know, what's not lining up, you know, with your mind, body, and soul that's preventing you from moving forward or preventing your talent to really shine. And mm-hmm. I think I asked you at the beginning of the show, it's like, how did you even come to a place for yourself to have that awareness or self-reflection? Because I think that's one of your unique gifts to offer to other people because when we're in – you know, as it relates to our business or our personal life, whatever it may be, sometimes we can't look in the mirror ourselves and necessarily see what's inside of us. Well, I think it's, you see, this is the part that's really tricky about gifts. Typically, there's such a natural part of who you are that you don't realize it's anything special. And I was, I was no exception to that. I didn't grow up in an environment that it was pointed out to me what was unique or special about me. And and so I didn't know. And I just thought everybody was like me. <laughs> and and it really wasn't until much later. I mean, when I was in graduate school, it, it was really one of the first times somebody pointed out what was really unique about me, and I just kind of stared at them. And it was one of my professors, I was, and I was already in a graduate internship, and I had begged to get into his internship. Yet he was very well known for putting his students on the hot seat. Okay, and I... And and I am watching people get killed one by one. And I couldn't stand it anymore. I finally went to him one day and I said, when are you going to put me on the hot seat? <laughs> and he said, well, what makes you think I'm going to? I said, because you're doing it with everybody else. <laughs> and, and Yeah, and it was like, let's just do it and get it over with. And so... He just looked at me. He said, Wendy, let me tell you a couple of reasons why people get on the hot seat. He said, first of all, people are on the hot seat when they're not willing to look at what they're doing and how might they be able to do it better. You are always open to that. And he said, besides, you are amazing at your assessment of your clients. Your diagnoses are exceptional. And I'm just listening to him. And I, I, you know, you would have thought, I mean, I had never heard anything like this before. Wow. And and it was kind of like, from him. well, you could have told me this before, and we could have been having a little more fun here. But it was the first time. And so I never realized, even I can remember the first time I had an assignment to consult my very first consulting assignment. And it was for um, a division of computer programmers. Now, at that time, now this was in the early 80s. So at that time, I had never even touched a computer, much less knew anything about how 
it operated. And even though we're many years later, I can't say I've come a long way since then, but I'm dangerously competent. And, and I saw my career ending before it began. But I have to say that assignment was such a gift because I found out I didn't have to know their job. My job was knowing the questions to ask and drawing out what was wanting to, and needing to happen. And I feel that that's one of my gifts. So when you ask me, how did I know? I didn't know. It's just what I do. It's one of my gifts, April. I just have this ability to know what's wanting to come out. I've always had the ability to see people's gifts. I've always been able to feel what's wanting to be expressed. That's my gift. And my gift is helping people tap into their gifts so that they can cultivate them in a way that can make their own unique experience and difference and to live and experience what I call your divine destiny and to get on the path so that you can fulfill it. So in that sense, um, I didn't know all of this... So much of what I do today is done very organically. And yes, I I, because of of my experiences and being able to cultivate my skill sets, you know, being a management consultant allowed me to create more structure and and strategy and, and hone in on some of that, which combined now with my healing gifts and process make for a very unique yet comprehensive system, but what's really great is it's pretty easy and simple. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's very valuable and beneficial. Um, I wouldn't want anybody to think the simplicity is, um, you know, just, oh, it's just simple. That is, like, it is, it's just that simple, but it's very effective because a lot of us, we do have, two conversations going on, you know, one in our head and one in our heart. Mm-hmm. But like you said, you're able to feel what's wanting to be expressed so that it's in true alignment of um, what needs to be done and said and based on your values. Yeah, I've always, always, always been able to hear and distinguish between what is true and what is not for somebody I literally hear it and feel it differently. And and I didn't recognize it at first, but I clearly know that now. So when I'm, when I'm engaging in conversation with somebody, and particularly my clients, because then I'm really honing in in, in very high-tuned, you know, highly-tuned listening, I can hear the niggles in your communication. And and that, that alerts me that, oops, we got there's something here to explore. So it just happens to be where where my gifts and talents lie. And and I feel tremendously blessed. Do I wish that my journey maybe had been easier? Of course, and I know you <laughs> would have preferred yours to be as well. But at the same time, you know, those of us that have had to overcome extreme adversity even that first those first days when i was so traumatized in the hospital and wondering 
how I could have gotten myself into the mess I was in. There was a part of me that knew that something really special was going to come out of that. I had no idea what that was, but there was a knowing even in those early days that there was a reason. There was something, a reason that I had gotten myself in the position that I had gotten myself in. And I also knew that someday, A, it was probably going to make a great story, and I have no idea where that thought came from. And, and it was going to serve a purpose that I also was not aware of in that moment. Where that came from, I can't tell you, but it's what had me continue to, to take steps and to, quite honestly, continue with my life because there were many, many dark moments in, that, in those early days and months of that journey and, and, and challenges along the way. But something within me would never give up. Even today, you know, when life kind of throws me a bit of a curveball or there's a disappointment or a heartache, you know, I, I've been given a way to feel the experience, to look at the gold in the experience, and then recalibrate and realign, and then eventually take my next step. And that's what, so I walk my talk. It's not like I walk on water. I, as you know, I'm really human. And and yet I'm okay with the Im, the perfection of imperfection. And and you know my son when he was a little guy and he's always been a bit of a what I call a little Buddha boy. He would say the most amazing things and I know you're a mom. Yeah. And our kids, you know, a spouse, it's like who's the parent and who's the child. <laughs> and I just remember Adam looking at me one day and he goes, you know, mom, there's really no such thing as perfect, but everybody's perfect just the way they are. And I think that is one of his more brilliant statements that ever came out of his mouth. And that has carried with me throughout all these years. And it's what... I help people embrace is the perfection of who you are. Not that it means that you're perfect, whatever that may mean for you, or your life is, quote, perfect, whatever that may mean. But it's but there really is perfection. And, and that's kind of our wonderful gift and journey of this earth school that we are all experiencing. And when we allow ourselves to lean into that, that's when life really, really gets sweet and gets tremendously miraculous. Oh, I totally agree. I totally agree that we're all a masterpiece in, you know, within mm-hmm. ourselves and we're a masterpiece in progress mm-hmm. you know, as, as we live this life. And before we close, Wendy, uh, my last comments and questions pertain to two of my favorite parts in the miracle that is your life. One are the interactive action items that you came up with um, and also the words of encouragement. These mm-hmm. are your letters to God. Where did where did you come up with this? Were the you know, journal entries maybe in your 
prayer or meditation? No. I just, I just, this is how um, my guidance system works with me, April. It just comes, I just allow it to come through me. And, and so, um, it's divine inspiration. So, um, no, they just happen. And I love them. <laughs> I just love them. You know, I did, in fact, this morning I finished the final proof of my print version of my book. And, and, you know, there's a part of me that reads this and it's like, wow. I wrote that. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay. But I think that's the the beauty of what's available to us. When we open our hearts, there is a wealth of guidance and wisdom that we can partner with. It's not just our mind that has to work. As you probably know, I work a lot with my mind, but it really begins with my heart. I open my heart first and let my mind then support the desires within my heart, whether it's for me or a friend or a family member or one of my clients. You know, I I start from that place because I know so much of my work is truly in partnership with God. When I work with you or whomever, it's 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 a partnership. And it's a, a blessing that I have found, I tapped into a way to allow God to work through me. And so the words of, of encouragement in my book are just pure divine inspiration. Oh, I love it. And I'll share with the listeners a small one that I just picked. I mean, I love all of them, and I was having a hard time picking one out for the show today. And it's funny that you keep mentioning the word partnership because that's the one that I picked, so I'll just read it for our listeners. It says, Dear God, I am tremendously grateful for how I, I am beginning to really see who I am. I am the awe of my life you have given me, the path that is laid out before me, and now I realize the partnership we have with you guiding me every step of the way. I commit to taking each day to hear you, feel you, and listen to you. Continue to instill the courage and determination for me not only to take steps in this miraculous journey, but to also empower me to forever express my gratitude for the life you allow me to live each and every day. I am forever grateful. Oh, I love this one. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that makes my heart so happy because, as I mentioned, you know, it's one thing to write a book, but I have to say I have had to really consciously open my heart to receive how my book is impacting other people. You know, if I could just share, I, I, I can't even, I am having a really hard time keeping up with email right now. I have a ton that I have to... It's a good challenge, and I received an email from a school teacher in New York who's already read, who read the article in Forbes and now has downloaded my book and ha- and shared how she wants to use what I call your divine destiny boards, which is my take of a vision board, and how she's going to begin using that with her students. 
And she said, if there is ever a way for me to come to their school to speak, she wants, at the very least, she's going to be using my book to help inspire her students. Oh, how beautiful. Yay. Congratulations. And, I, you know, I've already received amazing comments, but I have to say probably because I have such um, a deep desire to help support our youth today, that one was like, oh, my gosh, I'm ready to buy a plane ticket and head to New York. So, um, So it means a lot to me. It means a lot to me that, you know, those words of what I call words of encouragement, the prayers at the end of each chapter, have touched you in some way. Because that means for some reason I've I've been doing my job in the way I've expressed myself through this book. Oh. Yes. And in closing, Wendy, again I appreciate your time on Journey to Success. If you could leave us, you know, any last minute tips for our listeners or share your personal website or any websites and where they can find your book, where to go to explore, you know, working with you and your system. Sure. Well, first of all, my my primary email is wendydarling.com, just as it sounds, wendy, W-E-N-D-Y, darling, D-A-R-L-I-N-G.com. I have a second website um, for people who have weight and body issues, and that is lovinglean.com. And then if you're interested in my book, well, I... You know, I hope we have information on it on my website. But if not, you can go to Amazon.com. And the book title is The Miracle That Is Your Life. Or if you enter Wendy L. Darling, you'll find the book there too. And um, if you need to reach me personally, if you're interested in the print version of the book, um, you will need to reach me directly. And my email address is wendy at wendydarling.com. All right, Journey to Success listeners, that's our show today with Wendy Darling. To get your copy of You're Not Alone, go to amazon.com, and I'll leave you with this. There's no greater commitment and responsibility than to honor what's in your heart. It's the voice of your soul. Until next time, I'm April J. Ford, and remember to share and spread your joys and blessings. Bye for now.